Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello, welcome to the Can We Help You podcast, your non-professional advice podcast. What, what's going on Could here? You what is happening? Speak a bit slower, please. What? Have we got the what AI you? version of Sash today? Your non. Oh yeah, because I didn't know what I was saying. I was trying to find the fucking script because oh, you two weren't ready, so I was trying to read it. Hello, and welcome to right Can here. We Help You, your non-professional advice podcast. We're Sash, Jackson, Franco, and you can think of us as the big brothers and sister you never had or wanted. Welcome. To the, no, there's a bit where you're meant to go, I'm Sash and then I'm Franco. Yeah, I'm Jax. I've decided that I think that's corny. Oh, what's that very part, corny. That's the corny part, is it? I'm Sash. I'm Jax. I'm Franco. I feel like you need that on like a TV sort of thing where it like pans <laughs> One, two, to you three, and it's four. like, High five. High five. Yeah, I feel like when you're doing it on a podcast, it sounds lame. Well, so I just decided to Maybe we should do a out. television show then. A YouTube show. Yeah, there we yep. go. That doesn't yep. sound like yeah, any extra work. <laughs> Probably wouldn't. I'm excited today because I'm going to see the Chili Peppers tonight. Oh, oh my God. Well, can you do a amazing. running count for me of how many times the word California is said? California. I'm so excited. They got really good reviews for their Brisbane show. So yeah. I'm hoping that. I saw them at the Sydney My Music Bowl probably like 15 years ago. Mm. And uh, I won't say anything because I don't want to. No, know. I know their live shows are very hit and miss. Like I know that about them, but that's why I'm excited is because these shows they've been doing so far have been getting really good reviews. And Post Malone, I also get to see Post Malone, so that'll be fun. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. I'm not really like up on their new stuff. I'm not, I'm just like, I read this study this week or last week and it was like once you turn 30, like the amount of new music you consume like significantly drops and like oh I definitely feel God, like I've been in so that true. era. I don't know about that. 
I listen yeah. to the radio every day. That's different. It's not listening, not being told, oh, there's a new Ariana Grande song. It's like going and like listening That's to all new I've ever music liked to do. actively. Yeah, no. And I've I've been in that era for like I'd say the last four years where I just Actually, have not cared about new music. Remember yeah. remember when we were younger and you'd go to the CD store like Sanity or something like that and they had the um, headphones set up and you'd go and like listen yes. to the new I <laughs> love yes. that. Yeah, and you'd be like, that yeah. was good. I'm going to buy it. Yeah, I'm going to spend $35 buying the CD. <laughs> Crazy. I wanted to buy an audiobook the other day and it was like $80. And I'm like, I'm not oh spending $80 for someone to read to me. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Like, the best thing, like, the invention was streaming channels, Spotify, all of that. It makes so much sense. And that's why things like LimeWire don't exist anymore because you can actually access music for a reasonable cost and you can listen to new stuff, you can listen to old stuff. Like, Yeah, it's and the best part about Spotify is that when you click on something, you're not accidentally downloading a virus. <laughs> I used to love LimeWire. I was really meticulous. I hated my friends that would download from LimeWire and then leave, like, you know how it was wrongly titled and the artist was wrong yeah, or, yeah, like, and it was spelling mistakes? Yeah, I would meticulously enter it into my iTunes library and, like, type it out properly, make sure I had the right featuring so-and-so and all of that. I was very meticulous with my LimeWire consumption. <laughs> yeah, I was also meticulous with my library, but actually I have still, I think, a download from LimeWire Oh, of, my um, God. Really? Of Dean Geyer from Australian Idol oh my when he God. came out with his single, If You Don't Mean It, and it's literally like a, it's taped off the radio and then <laughs> someone put it on LimeWire. And so the start of it's like, what? Today FM, this Dean Geyer oh no. with his new one. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's shit I, quality. It's like, oh. I have a song that I downloaded that's still in my library that – is like half a song. It just cut off halfway through and I tried so many times to download it and I loved the song so much but I could never find the full version so I just kept the half version until I, you know, got Spotify and just was like, hey, I can listen to the whole song. And now it confused me. It's like the songs you downloaded where it would be like, I have a killer's song and it got, it's K-Rock in the US. I don't know where yeah, it is. It's like, yeah, and it goes K-Rock at the very start of the song and now when I listen to <laughs> the actual song and I'm like, Okay, rock. And I'm like, wait, hang on. It's not That's on this not one. That's not in the song. It doesn't sound right. I also did that thing where you'd listen to songs like all the time. Like I'd have favourites and I'd just yeah, constantly listen to the same I music. Yeah, that's one thing I kind of miss about being a child is that you would just listen to music, to music over and I over know. and over again. It was such a thing and like, yeah, like putting and being, being excited when you first got your peas and like just blasting music and being like, I'm just going to drive around and play music. And oh. even albums, like you just like, because you didn't have that yeah. many albums because you couldn't afford it. So you just, you had like six or seven albums and that's all you'd listen to over and over and over again. What was your favourite, both of you, favourite album? I'm going to say like mid-high school era, like when you're like deep in your teenage angst, you're like 15 years old. Like what was your go-to album oh, wow. at that age? I... Um, oh god, mine is probably a trio. It was <laughs> Jeff Buckley's Grace. Um, great album. Great, great album. album. Black Keys Magic Potion. Oh yeah. And Kings of Leon. A heart shake heart. A heart shake heartbreak. They were my. Is three, that um? Is that like, Sex on Fire album? No, that was like no. three before Sex These on Fire. These are very okay. random albums. That that other one as well. They've got better albums than that. Oh, I had random albums too. I don't know which one. Okay, we're not a music talk podcast, but I can't think of 
a better album from El Camino and Brothers are both better than that, but that's no. just me. Because of the times was also good. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Anyway, enough music chat. Um, we have a question to get into. Wait, aren't we doing albums? This week? What? Oh, yeah, I'm hey, sorry. You, I you, forgot you I was just talking about myself. I asked you a question. Asked us, yeah, oh, sorry. Oh. I was giving you time to to think while I was talking. Anyway, All right, here's Jax, my go. answer and, uh, <laughs> and that's it. I Thanks for listening. I just to talk about myself. <laughs> uh, um, I, okay, so I went through a phase, I think through Year 7 and 8, where I was mostly listening to LimeWire music and so my um, – uh, my music library consisted of like Jessica Simpson and Ashley Simpson oh, and stuff like that. Did. But my Nothing's go-to changed. album. <laughs> That's what your, your thing looks like now. My go-to albums were, again, it wasn't just one. It was um, I had uh, Freak Show by The Silver Chair. I had American Idiot <laughs> by Green Day. Actually, it's yes, Bullet in a Bible. Album. The yeah, yes, the Bullet album. in the Bible album. That was such a yep. good album. That's one of my favourites too, actually. I liked International Super Hits because that was all of the, it was like a best of album. That was oh, the other no. one I listened to. American Idiot is much better. And lastly was Fly by Hilary Duff. <laughs> Great. Yeah, I had the full Hilary Duff collection of albums, all three, I think, three or four albums. Metamorphosis. Was there a Lizzie McGuire album? Do you have that too? No, no, I did have the Jimmy Neutron soundtrack though. Oh, but. of course you did. No, actually, I can't. I think the best one, yeah, and then I got The Most Wanted by Hilary Duff and that was easily her weakest album, but I also played that a lot too. <laughs> who, who else would oh have, like, God. critique of Hilary Duff's greatest and worst albums? I didn't even know she had albums. And to be to be clear, this is this is when you were, like, 15, 16, like, real angsty period. Oh, yeah. yeah, like, okay. like 13, 14, 15. I had actually, um, I had posters on the back of my wall of uh, Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen and Hilary Duff oh. and Miley Cyrus. Oh, and I actually God. built, this is really embarrassing, but I built, I built, because uh, I was really into Photoshop at the time, so I built a wallpaper for my school laptop that was, like, <laughs> oh, no. It was, it was, like, different photos of Hilary Duff and Emma Watson and Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen, like, like <laughs> faded into each other. Do you That's still have that? I probably, awful. yeah. Please find it. Please, I'd love to see it. I'd love to make it, it the cover photo of the Ronnie room. It's <laughs> so embarrassed. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was a collage. I made a collage, guys. What did your friends think of it? Were you cool? Um, Were they like, wow, Jack, that's really cool? <laughs> Thinking back, I'm not sure that they commented on it that much. And I I think if I saw that, I'd be like, well, who the fuck is this weirdo? I did have one girl actually say, oh, um, could you make one for me yeah. of the people I like? And I was yeah. like, mm, I don't want to like cast aspersions. Aspersions? Aspersions. Aspersions. No, there's a Kath and Kim one and they, she says, I don't want to cast aspersions. Oh. I get mixed up between the two. On like, oh, if you listen to fucking female pop music, you're gay. Like that's obviously not the case. But like it's pretty strange, I think, for a for a teenage boy to be so honestly. Honestly, I thought they were really attractive people. But honestly, looking back, uh, people did used to think people did used to tease me because I'm like, oh, you're you're gay. Aww, but when you sucks. when you consider that that. Uh, that and also the fact that I was in a boy band, it probably kind of starts to add up, really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were just yeah. putting the puzzle pieces together. You know, like, I, oh, my God, what I would give to just spend a day with 15-year-old Jax like that. <laughs> he's just a completely different person now. Oh, I think he's yeah. <laughs> We'd have fun. We'd go to the Melbourne show or something together. We would have been friends, I think. I yeah, you two would have been know. mates. No, I, I would have seen that wallpaper friends. and just kind of backed away. <laughs> no, we would have been friends. We would have both been into like, you know, cameras and stuff. 
cameras and yep, Hillary Duff. Um, <laughs> oh God, what was I? <laughs> I don't know how to follow that now. Um, yeah, I no. was I was big into the Chili Peppers in my teens. I, yeah, I liked the Arctic yeah. Monkeys oh, yeah. and Tame Impala's first couple albums. Just mm. you know, your Triple J staples, pretty much. Yeah. See, you were you were a little younger than us, so I feel like Tame Impala was after I graduated high school. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Hilary Duff was like, I was a kid when 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 we were watching like Lizzie McGuire and stuff. Oh, but didn't you love it? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but like you. I didn't. Didn't buy the albums. I had the Lizzie McGuire movie on on VHS. I think great movie. What about um my fa- my okay my favorite movie when I was a kid was The Parent Trap with Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, really? great movie. There's quite a um quite a, <laughs> a trend emerging. But I used to <laughs> oh god <laughs> oh god oh, what did you do to this Lindsay? This is also very embarrassing. I used to you know <laughs> I was a kid. All right. <laughs> oh, <no>. The the bit. <laughs> You know the section where she goes like swimming and they steal all her clothes? Oh, no, you didn't. <laughs> I used to rewind that and play it over. Jackson! <laughs> Why? What a weirdo. I don't know. You're a weird kid, I reckon. Did you have the Lego cut when you were a kid as well? Can you imagine like little Lego bowl cut jacks like just sitting there watching the parent trap and rewinding those bits? Oh, was there ever God. a moment where you maybe realised or your parents realised a few years later that that certain part of the VHS is like way shakier than the rest of it because you've just kept <laughs> going know. back and forth I hope over they it? didn't. I hope they never knew. Okay, on that note, shall we, uh, <laughs> shall we get to someone who needs help just like Jax does? Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Oh. Deary me. Okay, I have a question here from Ronnie. Ronnie's written in on Instagram at Can We Help You Podcast, where you can also get in touch if you would like. Please do. Ronnie writes, I'm head of department at a school, uh, but I'm really interested in another temporary position as the head of a different department. Um, However, my boss won't let me apply for it. She's saying no as the contract is only for the rest of the year. I've been in my current job for over three years and it's a lot. It's really stressful. I work 50-hour weeks at least. Uh, This new role would be different and hopefully support me in working less hours. Should I quit my permanent leadership role or is that kind of irresponsible? I'm, I'm a little stuck. I also think if I resign my leadership role and apply for the temp job, my boss won't give it to me anyway because you'll be pissed off at me for leaving. I'm not ungrateful that I have my permanent leadership role. I'm just a bit over it and I'm looking for something new that better supports a better work-life balance. Hmm. 
Any advice, please? Thank you, love, from Ronnie. Thank you, Ronnie, for your question. I feel like if you go to your boss and you say, I want to apply for this, you know, additional, well, not additional, but different role, and they say, I mean, it can mean one of two things, and they go, oh, no, da, da, da. It's either that they've already got someone in mind and you're not going to get it, so don't waste your time, or they realise that they've got such a good deal with you in your current role, either they're not paying you enough or you work way harder than you should and they're like, fuck, man, we can't possibly yep. lose Ronnie in this role. And yep. so they discourage you from doing it. Ronnie, I wonder if your boss is the one who's in charge of hiring in this new role. It sounds like maybe they are, in which case if they're kind of discouraging you from it, I don't like your chances of getting the role for one of those two reasons. Yeah, I'm not sure that I would go ahead and just quit and hope that I get the new job. I mean, the other thing is it's it's really hard because obviously I think, you know, and I'm sure probably all of us agree that um, you spend most of your life at work and you don't want to be stressed at work all the time. Work-life balance is really important. Work can take such a mental toll on you and affect so much of your life. So if you're having a hard time in your current role, um, that's really tricky. However, the new role is only till the end of the year. So, you know, you're getting at most what? 10 months maybe by the time you're in there and they're going to have to, you know, find someone else to replace you in your current position. Um, So at the end of that contract, you're probably looking for another job. However, if you're that stressed out, hate your job that much as it is, maybe it's for the best anyway. Maybe it's a sign that you should spread your wings and fly somewhere else. Um, sometimes it takes those like things to make you go, oh, fuck, I don't want to do this. Do you know what's happening at my work? Oh, first, I just want to say, I just want to give advice to Ronnie so that we don't lose it because Ronnie asked for advice. My advice, Ronnie, would be to push the point a bit more with your boss and say and have a very frank conversation. Who's Frank? And say. Franco. um, Yeah. Sorry, Franco. Have a Franco conversation. Oh, don't have a Franco conversation. Oh, yeah, don't don't do it like Franco would. (laughs) Sorry, excuse me. Um, I just um, really want this job. Oh, no, okay, you don't want me to have it. Okay, no worries. Okay, goodbye, bye, 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 bye. Um, Thanks for the chat. (laughs) (laughs) Please pay me less and give me more hours. Um, I, yeah, I would would be very upfront with your boss and, like, have it as, like, a formal, like, sit down, schedule meeting time with them. Don't kind of do it in passing. Like, properly impart to them that you are really interested in this temp role and that, you know, if your existing role, like I don't know if you want to go back to your existing role or what, but let's just say that's out of the picture and just be like, I'm ready for a new challenge and this is something that I think I'd be really good at, blah, 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 lay it all out on the table and then go from your boss's answer. If your boss goes, okay, well, if you're really keen, like I'm happy for you to apply and, you know, you can maybe stay in your role and still apply and if you don't get it, you stay in your role. Um, I don't know how it works in schools or whatever, but that's my suggestion there. If your boss is still pushing back against it, they are not going to give you the job. So don't quit your job to go and find that. But I would start looking for another role and leave that place. That's what I would do. Sometimes it takes a little push for us to, you know, I feel like we even when we're um, in a job that we're, or a role that we don't love and that's causing us lots of stress and that our work-life balance is all over the place, sometimes it takes a bit of a, you know, because it, it can be scary. You're like, oh, my God, where am I going to get money from? Um, but sometimes it takes a little push and this might be the push you need, especially if your boss is saying, oh, no, you can't have a different job. Maybe that's the push to find something. Because here's the thing, if the boss is going to be the boss for the other role, I mean, they might not be the person you want to work directly with 
anyway. So um, especially if they're going to be salty about you either leaving your current job or being in the new job or whatever it is, it might not be the person you want to work with anyway. So, And if you're looking for a change in lifestyle specifically, you don't want to be going from one boss to the same boss who knows, you know, how you used to work <laughs> and yes, kind of exactly exactly like how exactly. how you'll be expected to work in this new one regardless of if it's less hours or anything like that. They're going to be like, mate, you were doing 50 hours in your last job. What's going on here? Yeah, seriously, bosses, some bosses will just completely take advantage. The thing I wanted to bring up is what's happening at my work at the moment. One, two, three, peep, four people. No, three I 100% know of um, mm. in good jobs have quit in the last, mm-hmm. at the start of this year to go and be Kentucky tour guides. And they're like, maybe a little oh, bit great. younger than me, but like they're like, I'm going and I'm going to go overseas and travel. And I have so much respect for people who can do that because the idea of that absolutely terrifies me. I mean, one guy's got a job lined up. He's going to London, he's going to do the Kentucky t- training, and then he's going on Kentucky. Um, another chick's just going to travel. Actually, four, four. And Jack's one of them. Um, my my mate who I work with, she said that you guys spoke. Yes, she messaged me like two weeks ago or something and I just sat there because it didn't notify me. Oh. And I was like, oh, no, oh, no. So I messaged her and it was, I think it's. I think we're all good now. Yeah, so. no, no, no. She's, yeah, she's not the type that would be like, oh, no, he hates me. She'd just try again. <laughs> um, but, yeah, all these people who were like just giving up their jobs and I feel like I'm sensing like a trend, you know, like COVID and then like immediately yeah. post the worst of COVID, people were like flexible work and work-life balance and da-da-da. And now people are like, a one girl I work with who's a few years younger than me, she's like, I feel like I lost two of the best years of my 20s to COVID. Mm-hmm. And it's all these people mm-hmm. who are like, fuck, man, like what's life about? I want to travel. I don't want to, you know, regret things that I haven't done. And, and and yeah, these all these people at my work, four that I know of, just, just throwing in the towel. One guy's actually um, works for a really cool program and um he's like i can't sustain like the work-life balance anymore because i don't really have any so i'm gonna go work a nine to five and i was like yeah man like good for you and i love that we're like more in tune with that stuff now and that we're not like killing ourselves to make our bosses richer like yeah i think i think COVID put things into perspective for people you know and i think it's good to keep a perspective no matter what it's like you know Work is obviously a part of life and is a part of life for everyone and, it, you know, money makes the world go around. But also, like, work isn't everything. You, you know, work to live, don't live to work. So, 100%. Yeah. But then but then I see, then I walk down by the water near my house and I see all the big mansions and I'm like, oh, you probably had to work really hard to get that. And I, I don't know that one. they did. Most of that's well. Most of that's intergenerational family. Life. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, let's... yeah. Especially yeah, true. You you need rich grandparents just yeah. to even think about living in places uh, like that. The amount of people who have one of those mansions who are self-made is probably like half a percent. Yeah, and you oh. need to realize as well something that I'm kind of noticing, and it applies to our industry and so many others. Some people are just lucky. Like, yeah, luck actually is a thing that that kind of comes into it a lot. Yeah, and the right if you are lucky, it, you should you. be thanking thanking everything you can for it. But it yeah. isn't necessarily all just based on your decisions. Yeah, you're right. So the moral of the story is: don't try because it's not worth it. <laughs> um, Give up. Yes. The Stop moral trying. of the story is: Stop prioritize <laughs> prioritize yourself, not your job. Yeah. Make sure yeah, that cool. you're that you're happy and healthy, and then you can worry about work. 
Yeah. You can't. It doesn't. Prioritizing yourself doesn't mean you can't work hard or you shouldn't work hard. Work hard if you want to work hard, if you want to provide whatever you want to provide or get whatever you want to get. But it doesn't mean that you should lose track of your own life, what's important to you and your, you know, your balance with your work and your life. Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. You know, everything could end tomorrow and then are you going to be like, man, I'm glad that I spent 50 hours at, at school trying to like please my boss who won't even give me a promotion? No. I mean, I hope that you're not going <laughs> to say... <laughs> Yeah, the the answer should be no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe it's not, but I hope that it's. I hope that as you're like floating off into the ether and your spirit is looking down on your body, you're like, you know what? <laughs> I'm glad that I broke my back for my boss. That really, that really was a good time. Yeah, yeah, that's all I think yeah. about. Ronnie, all the best, and as always, let, let us, us know, know how, how you go. go. Uh, I have another, Ronnie sent through, uh, another Ronnie, not the same Ronnie, um, a question uh, and I thought it could be a bit of fun. It's actually, uh, I was going to say interactive, but it's not exactly inter- an interactive question. Inter- but is there is an element question? of, there's audio here. Oh, oh I okay. love audio. Great for a podcast. Great for a podcast. So this Ronnie writes, a uh, bit of a random question. Here's some audio of my baby. Uh, he's only about four months old. Cute. Um, in this audio, does he say, I love you, or am I just being a mum? <laughs> okay. So Ronnie wants our definitive uh, answer on whether the baby, her baby, her four-month-old baby, is saying I love you. Now, just want to preface this with it. Four-year-olds can't talk. Four-month-olds. Four-month-olds <laughs> can't talk. Four-year-olds. Yeah, four-year-olds can talk. They should be Four-year-olds probably four. should be able to talk. Yeah. So this is the baby. Here we go. I love you. I love you. Of course he is. He's mimicking. Like yeah. I don't think he knows. what He doesn't know what he's saying, but he's definitely saying I, I love you. I think we need to be clear here, especially for the mum. The baby is copying the sounds that it hears. Yeah. I'm sure yeah. it does. I'm sure that the baby does love you, but it maybe doesn't know what that means quite yet. <laughs> Do you think you can love if you don't understand love? Like babies? Yes. Dogs. Look at dogs. There you go. Dogs oh, understand don't. love innately. I just looked at my puppy sleeping. He's cuddling his blanket. Remember when he used to be really evil when we'd record the podcast yes. and I had to like try and, yeah, he's such a good boy now. He was just going through his teenage phase. Now he's just a good little boy. Do, do dogs understand love or are they just like, you know, you know how there's like a leader of the wolf pack and you're the leader? I, think I don't think, I don't think, I think different dogs definitions. are love. Dogs are love. Dogs they, are love. They are. Everything what does they that mean? Do. It means that that's that's their innateness. They just love. They they rely on you and they look to you for your guidance and they sleep in your bed and they're just the best. And like even dogs that have been horribly mistreated still have love and they still doesn't mean they're not scared or whatever. And I'm not saying that's like oh don't worry mistreat them it's fine. But I just mean like they're the most loving forgiving things but ever. Isn't love a human concept? We, we invented love. But that's what I mean. I don't think they understand it. They don't know that they love you. They just, they are love. So they just. They are love. They okay. just express it. And I'd say a baby is the same in this case because it doesn't know what the fuck love is. Babies but, are very similar to dogs. Oh, the same. The same. Pretty much. Like yeah, they're cute. Except- but they it's are, acceptable to put a nappy on a baby. It's not acceptable to put a nappy on a dog for some reason. Oh, hard disagree. Dogs. That's hard a thing disagree. That well, make neither of you dog have nappies, nappies on your dogs. No, because I don't need to. Because he's my, neither of our dogs are incontinent. 
if you have an incontinent dog, an old dog or a dog that's had an injury or a dog that can't get outside, lots of people put nappies on their dogs. What about puppies? Puppies that are in training, you know? Well, you're you put training nappies them. on babies that are in Yeah, but you don't you you're put nappies on babies them. while you're training them. No, you don't. You don't put them on. That's the whole idea is that you put pull-ups on them in case they have an accident in the night, but during the day when you're trying to toilet train the kid, they're not in nappies. You're trying to tra- train them to go to the toilet. You're not putting them you're, in a nappy. You're not still wearing nappies, are you, Jax? Um, <laughs> no comment. This is a Jax is weird podcast, so I wouldn't be surprised if you're like, <laughs> yeah, aren't you guys? <laughs> yeah. Could I, I, I just really quick, you like, think of, of dogs like, right? Always. Dogs and cats, actually. Yep, all the time. You know how, like, in you think of, like, wild animals mm-hmm. and you think of, like, lions and wolves, like, that, that dog, dogs and cats are descended from or, like, are, are related to? Mm-hmm. Don't ever really think of, I know feral dogs and feral cats exist, but I just sort of imagine, like, think of dogs and cats, like, as a default, as pets, but they weren't always pets. <laughs> Correct. I think, I think they actually... Might have been, especially in the case of dogs, yeah. Yeah, they because They're always pets. Do you want to know a fun fact? You know, yeah. puppy dog eyes. So that's yeah. the the way that they make puppy dogs puppy dog eyes is with their eyebrows. Like, yes, puppies have bigger eyes. All baby animals and humans have actually bigger eyes because it's yes. cute and it's like, don't kill me. Um it's like a defense mechanism. Well, I'm pretty sure. I think your your eyes. I don't know. Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure when you're a baby, your eye holes are smaller, so it makes your eyes look bigger. No, you're born with the same size eyes that you will have for your whole life. Yeah, but the hole is smaller, so it makes it look bigger. No, you're born. The eye with the, hole is smaller. no. You're born the eye. Uh, how? So what? You just get like instead of getting the whites of the baby's eyes, you just yeah. get. No, I don't know. No, shut up. That's not true. So, okay, so the eyes are the same size, but the baby is small. So it looks by comparison. <laughs> yes, correct. Okay, that makes more sense. Correct. Yeah. So you know how babies kind of look like, like if I if I got you, Jackson, just like shrunk you down exactly how you yeah. were into just yeah, like yeah, a little yeah. baby size Jacks, you yeah. wouldn't look like a baby. You'd look like a small adult. So babies yes. kind of look different because their proportions are all different, right. <laughs> including yeah, the eyebrows. No, that makes sense. Yeah, but yeah, my yeah, fun yeah. fact that I know is yes. true. So <laughs> eyebrow expression in dogs is something mm-hmm. that wolves don't have because dogs, what's the word, evolved to have the eyebrow movement because that's how they found they could communicate with humans. Cats yep. don't communicate, stray cats or whatever, um, or undomesticated cats. Ferals don't communicate with meows and, and domesticated cats don't communicate with each other with they, meows. How because do they communicate then? In different ways. And when I say don't, I mean they don't use it to the same extent that they do with humans because they learn that that's how they communicate with humans. So the reason that cats meow is because they hear us speaking through our mouths and they kind of want to do the same thing. And then they do it and then we react and it's always that. It's like if you react to something then it becomes a behaviour and so that's the same thing. Well, can I just say if they evolved to meow, you think they could have evolved to speak a fucking proper language? Why? Would make things so much easier? I think that there would potentially be more problems if cats could speak English, if that's what you're saying. No way. That'd be fun. I mean. (laughs) Imagine just chatting with your cat. Oh, get a cat. Mm, yeah, but just on a on a broader kind of societal level, we've yeah. got you know, racist and sexist problems yeah. all over the place. We don't want to add yeah. speciesism into that. And you know that cats oh would God. want ah. to take over the world. You know that for a fact. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. They would. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, let's wrap, let's wrap But at least up. you could ask, you know, when they, they, they groom themselves, at least you could say, Oi, cat, what do you taste like? What the <laughs> fuck? I'm so sorry you had to hear that. <laughs> Everyone at home. Well, you're not going to put... You're not you gonna... really flew your weird flag today, Jax. And just going back to it, just, I just really want to point out, and you can go back and listen as well um, to the first mm. half of the episode, no one told Jax to tell us any of that. No. <laughs> no one. That, Wait, was, that was all unsolicited. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for listening. Sorry again about Jax. Um, you can find us at Can We Help You Podcast on socials. And to get in touch, you can hit us up there, send us a DM, or go to our website, canwehelpyoupodcast.com. And don't forget uh, feedback, uh, compliments, and questions. We need your questions, so please send them through. And make sure you hit five stars and hit us up with a little cheeky review if you're listening on Apple or if your, if your podcast platform allows reviews, whatever it is, just, you know, pop a little review in there yeah. or a five star. Thanks for listening and we'll see you again on Wednesday slash Thursday slash Tuesday, whatever day it is in your homeland. <laughs> okay. Midweek. It, it, won't, we'll be see th- you it midweek. won't be Thursday. It's not okay. how time it's not zones Thursday. work. But I don't yeah, before, know. See you before Thursday. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> nice. See okay. you next week. Bye. Bye. Franco? Oh, bye. Sorry. <laughs> bye. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs>